Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Bunch of stuff to get you caught up on this morning. Is Margot Robbie upset over the Oscar snub? We'll get to that. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg apologizing, but first let's begin this hour's E! News with the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Yes. I wonder I, I wonder how many more people are betting now that it's been made so much easier to gamble. I won, you know, with all oh of the... Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that people are just... Huge. People losing money left and right. I'll bet. Well, if you want to lose some money this Super Bowl, here are some great things to bet on. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who's going to win the coin toss as a regular? What color the Gatorade bath is going to be? Whether or not Travis and Taylor will have sex on the 50-yard line. All things that you can <laughs> bet on. That would be awesome. But there are even some crazier <laughs> prop bets. There's apparently a 0.1% chance that aliens will invade Las Vegas, leading to the game ending in a tie. So if you bet on that and it happens, huge. Oh, yeah. Huge return. Not sure you'll be alive to spend it, but that's good. Right. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that, Be able to say that you won. (laughs) The next one makes me laugh. All right. How about this? The Chiefs, you can bet on this. The Chiefs win. Taylor accompanies the team to the White House yeah. where she endorses President Biden uh-huh. and he sniffs her hair. Uh, <laughs> there is a, they got a 2%. I say 50-50. I know, uh-huh. right? They got a two, only a 2% chance on that one. <laughs> only, only 2%? 2%. Only 2, I know. Wow. Or how about like there should be more for sure. I'm I know, taking right? that bet. Yeah. I know. I'm, I could put a couple <laughs> a bucks down higher. on that, I think. How about the Chiefs win and Travis and Taylor announce they're expecting a baby? That's at 4.8%. How likely do you think it is that the Niners will be leading at the half? Then Usher will invite Taylor on stage during the halftime show where she performs Shake It Off and the Chiefs come back and win the game. That's a sure bet. 0.4%. Oh. Well, they already said she wasn't going to do it, that it was Usher only. Do you think that was just to, like, confuse us all? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Maybe it was a ruse. This one's kind of normal compared to the rest, but still pretty unlikely. Either quarterback catches one of his own passes. That's a 1.3%. It does happen. It happened in uh, one of the games. Yeah. Was it this weekend or the weekend before? Where he threw it up and then ran over and got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was deflected and he caught it. Hmm. So it could happen. All right. Well, <laughs> speaking of that, Patrick Mahomes is a young guy. He's uh, handsome, successful. He's at the very top of his game. But the NFL posted a video of him shirtless after last weekend's AFC championship game. And there's not an ab in sight. 
He's got a little dad bod action going on there in the Patrick valley. Mahomes has a dad bod. Well, wow. he's in a good relationship. They've been together for a while. He's Since probably, high school. He's probably very happy with all of his money, and that's when you start putting on a little... That's what we do when we're happy. Get comfortable. Right. You go out to eat. You right. Know, you get some Chinese takeout and eat muffins until oh. 11 p.m. Oh, let's stay <laughs> in. Get some comfort. That guy works out like Bonkerville, though. Well, and he won't be challenging Andy Reid to a belly flop contest anytime soon, but there is more of a punch there than you would expect. Uh, but at least he has a good excuse. He tweeted, uh, yo, why they have to do me like that? Like, I got kids. He added the hashtag dad bod S-Z-N, sizing, dad bod sizing. That's funny. That's funny. That is funny. All right, so. Isn't his wife a fitness model, too? I thought she was. Wasn't she like a model? She was a soccer player, like seriously good soccer player. They own a female soccer team in Kansas City. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she might be a model. Hmm. I thought she was like a big fitness person. Hmm. Well, here we go. The commercials and teasers for Super Bowl commercials. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Here's some of the latest. A de-aged Chris Jenner makes a cameo for Oreo. Goes through different moments in history where people twist an Oreo to make decisions based on which cookie the cream is on. It ends with Chris making the choice to create a reality series for her family's life. Oh, that'd be great. So every little detail about our family will be on TV. Who would watch that? All right, let me twist on it. Cream on the left will do the show. (laughs) Hope you can keep up. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin gets a mullet to promote the new Kawasaki Ridge business on the front party on the back. Denver Broncos fan opens his fridge to a singing bottle of Bud Light and is transported to the best night ever with Post Malone. Jenna Ortega goes out in search of the new Doritos Dynamita. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Soccer star Lionel Messi shows off his skills on the beach while Jason Sudeikis sips on a Michelob Ultra and second guesses joining in. Okay. Oh, wow. That'll be fun yeah. to see him. Yeah. Lionel Messi making his Super Bowl commercial debut. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Vince Vaughn jokes that Bet MGM is for everyone except Tom Brady because he's won too much. Even <laughs> even Wayne Gretzky is allowed in. Oh, that's Funny. cute. And Miller Lite's running an interesting campaign, but they're not doing a TV ad. They're going to pay a thousand people to wear Miller Lite shirts and go outside and run during commercial breaks. Rob Riggle got painted up like a beer can to promote it. Oh, huh. that's funny, too. Well, that's kind of different. You know how the uh, Budweiser always does a Clydesdale commercial? Mm-hmm. They just had a baby Clydesdale born, I think, yesterday oh. or the day before. So I'm sure that has to be a part of the ad somehow, mm-hmm. don't you think? A brand new little baby. It's so cute. Yeah, they are. So we'll cute. see. What are they called? Foles? Yes. Yeah. Uh, coming up, Mark Zuckerberg's apology. Margot Robbie and Demi Moore's helpful advice for families of dementia patients as your news continues next. Jeff and Jen, Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 
or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hey, I saw that a new survey found 40% of people have ended a relationship over a poor financial decision. It's happened the last words in a relationship are, you bought a mechanical bull? A <laughs> uh, horse in Ohio recently tested positive for methamphetamine, in case you're wondering how they make crazy glue. Well, this is going viral. A Pizza Hut in Canada put up a sign to notify customers that they were closing their dining room due to unforeseen circumstances, but they made a slight spelling error and said, due to unforeseen circumcision. I don't think that's what most people have in mind when they say, you want to go for a slice? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. So as you probably know, Bruce Willis was diagnosed with aphasia almost two years ago Mm -hmm. and then dementia a year ago. And his ex-wife, Demi Moore, helps care for him along with his current wife, Emma Hemming. And Demi has some helpful advice for families of someone with dementia. I think the most important thing I could share is just to meet them where they're at. And when you let go of who they've been or who you think they are, who even you would like them to be, you can then really stay in the present and take in the joy and the love that is present and there for all that they are, not all that they're not. I think that's pretty brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That's the difficult thing for a lot of family members to struggle with is they're so caught up in in that moment of who are you and what do you mean and you know that's not true yeah that they just they can't right yeah they haven't gotten to the point of acceptance where they can just roll with it yeah but they've stayed close over the years yeah that is a really interesting dynamic and kind of cool i did they were all locked down together didn't they when they were yeah yeah that's great and that's after their kids were Fully grown. <laughs> All adults? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So Mark Zuckerberg and other tech CEOs uh, were at a Senate hearing, and they were basically beaten up pretty good and held responsibility for the death and exploitation of children. So Senator Dick Durbin said social media has given predators, quote, powerful new tools to exploit children. Senator Lindsey Graham told Zuckerberg, you have blood on your hands. You have a product that's killing people. Families whose children were harmed by social media also attended the hearing, and Senator Josh Hawley asked Zuckerberg if he wanted to apologize to them. And here's what he said. He said, I'm sorry for everything you have been through. No one should go through the things that your families have suffered, and this is why we invest so much, and we are going to continue doing industry-wide efforts to make sure no one has to go through the things your families have had to suffer. He also said, no matter how much we invest or how effective our tools are, there's always more to learn and more improvements to make. That's where we're at. Wow. All right. Well, in other e-news this morning, Margot Robbie seems to be a lot less concerned about her Barbie Oscar snub for Best Actress than everyone else. Uh, This is the quote from Margot Robbie. Look, there's no way to feel sad when you know you're this blessed. I mean, obviously, I think Greta should have been nominated as director because Mm -hmm. what she did, honestly, is a a once-in-a-career, once-in-a-lifetime thing. But... It's been an incredible year for all the films. We set out to do something that would shift culture, affect culture, you know, just make some sort of impact. And it's already done that. 
and and some way more than we ever dreamed it would. And that's truly the biggest reward that, that could come out of all this. Mm-hmm. In related news, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't think Margot Robbie gets enough credit for her performance as Barbie. Yeah, I don't think so either. Specifically for how she reacts during America Ferrera's monologue. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll see who wins Oscars. We'll have, see. Have well, you still see. not watched Barbie, Jen? Nope, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Are you boycotting her? She is Honestly, on one holdout. <laughs> I don't think my TV has been on in my house except for football in the last month. The last... I think that is the only thing that has been on my TV. Probably just as well. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. We'll just keep filling you in. Right. Her reaction is really, it's really well done. Okay, good. <laughs> good to know. Because this is the time of year where we actually spend time in front of the TV. We do For, too. In our house Same. anyway. Yeah. Uh, in the warmer weather months, not so much. So we're kind of catching up on all these great shows yeah. that we missed. Totally. Yeah. That's how I feel about it too. Yeah. yeah. We're late to everything. I, I pull up the stuff that I've been, what, like, what's it, not the cube, but whatever it's called, yeah. add it to your list. Right. I pull up the list. I'm like, wow. I put this in my list I, in I 2018. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Up I'm next. like, oh, that's a good movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so Taylor Swift hasn't had enough attention or praise this year, so here we go. There's more. Billboard gave her the top spot in their Power 100 list for the first time ever. This is only the second time an artist has topped the list. Beyonce and Jay-Z shared the number one spot in 2014. The rest of the top 40 is made up entirely of industry executives, and Taylor's got a message for them. She said, the biggest crossroads moments of my career came down to sticking to my instincts when my ideas were looked at with skepticism. When someone says to me, but that has never been done successfully before, it fires me up. We have to take strategic risks every day in this industry, but every once in a while, you have to really trust your gut and take a flying leap. Hmm. Great advice. Great advice. I like it. And, by the way, I generated $331 million for the Chiefs in the NFL. (laughs) That's right. And then wild. Look at me go. Yeah, marketing group estimated the brand value of Taylor Swift's relationship with the Kansas City Chiefs. uh, And it's it's a pretty penny. The estimated brand value that Swift has generated for the Chiefs in the NFL is $331 million, according to the Apex Marketing Group. Ugh. Uh, the recent estimate spans the first time she was seen cheering him on at Arrowhead Stadium in September through January 22nd. So between radio, TV, social media exposure, all that stuff was tracked. Hits include any mention or photo of Swift tied to the NFL or the Chiefs. So what happens if they break up and he done her wrong and she does an entire album and everybody knows it's about (laughs) what a jerk Travis Kelsey was to her what happens to the Chiefs then well he loses all of his endorsements (laughs) no I doubt that no, there's no such thing as bad press, right? No, I mean, it'll just all level <laughs> off to what it was before, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Which, They'll go back to being worth like two, $25 million yeah, or whatever it which is. Which is still yeah. obscene. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah. Um, so, Kelly Clarkson was uh, doing her thing on her show. She had Kevin James on as a guest. And, you know, we played bits and pieces and excerpts from his Netflix special. And he jokes about being told he's pre-diabetic. Uh, let me see if I, I had, I played it for you just the other day. Let me see. I think I played, I think that was Monday. Let me pull up Monday's 
go. That would be what, the 29th? Play. All right, here it is. I found it. So this is this is the bit she's referring to in Kevin James. Uh, oh, this is Prime Special. 2024 Prime Special, irregardless. Here it is. Everything hurts. Last week, I woke up, I asked my wife, I was like, hey, did I play rugby yesterday? She's like, no, you shook a can of paint for me. <laughs> Went to the doctor to get checked out. He said, everything's really good. He goes, I do want to let you know, though, you are pre-diabetic. Who isn't, right? <laughs> Why would you even tell me that, right? Do I have diabetes? He goes, no. <laughs> but I could get diabetes? He goes, yes. Okay. Do you have diabetes? <laughs> he goes, no. I go, but could you get diabetes? <laughs> he said, I guess so. I go, let me tell you something. You're pre-diabetic. <laughs> no charge. That's on the house. <laughs> Are you alive? Yeah. You're also pre-dead. Sorry about that. Okay, so that's Kevin James from his uh, comedy special, Irregardless. Anyway, I brought it up because he was on Kelly Clarkson yesterday, uh, and Kelly told him that that's what she was, too. Evidently, she's been told by her doctor that she's pre-diabetic. Well, I was told I was pre-diabetic, but that was really? literally, like, what happened. And I was, like, well, I wasn't shocked. Yeah. I was a tiny bit overweight. So, yeah, but I wasn't shocked by it. But they did. They were, like, you're pre-diabetic. You're right on the borderline. I was, like, but I'm not there yet. Yeah, exactly. You got to And then I waited two play. years and, and then did, no, however, no, move closer. into the... Yes. <laughs> I was like, we're getting close. Okay, I'll do something yeah. about it. Yeah, and then she uh, lost the weight. Yeah. She looks, to me, she looks so thin now. I was watching her interview back with Justin Timberlake, and I'm almost like, she doesn't look like, like her Like anymore. Kelly. Yeah, see, that's the... I don't know. She'll level off. Yeah. yeah. I'm well, sure that's she what will. happens, you know, with people who carry some extra weight for a really long time. They get to, you know, the weight that they want to be at, and everybody's like... Too thin. Right. I don't yeah. think she's now too you thin. Don't, I now just you think don't she looks look different. Like, now you I don't look that. like you. You don't yeah. look like you anymore. You, you you lost too much weight. I think her I, round face was a part of what she looked like to me, and now it's thinner and longer, and so I just feel like, oh, she doesn't look like the same. Yeah. Mm. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jen. <laughs> oh, my God, Hi, Kelly. Kelly. I didn't even recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, you, should, you have to say something like, you look so good now, oh. you know. Because you never looked good before. Exactly. <laughs> well, you look healthy. <laughs> or, wow, you've lost so much weight. I know. It's like, it's so strange because you want to compliment them because you know no matter what it was that they did, it was hard work to get them right, to where, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, unless they were sick and you didn't know it, you know, mm -hmm. and they lost a bunch of weight that way. But you want to say something to be kind and complimentary and, and, and supportive. But everything sounds wrong. But then not saying anything feels wrong, too. It's just kind of this very awkward, impossible situation. I think it's the overreaction, though. The oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. You Jen. look great. Yeah. <laughs> You've lost a lot of weight. You're so small now. I know. I'm like, <laughs> whoa. I know. I was really fat, wasn't I? <laughs> Could you even believe the size of my ass? How did you even look at me it back then? It was huge. I mean 
It's like you're a half of your whole oh self. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. So much easier to fly now with that belt thing. Not being so tight. <laughs> well, you look fantastic. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. I know. Uh, anything else? I don't think no, I have anything else. That's pretty much it. The, right. news. the only other thing I noted this morning, it was 20 years ago today that the whole Justin Timberlake, uh, Janet Jackson, really? Nipplegate, all of that. That uh, was, wow. 20 years 20 ago. Years. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. God. Where I, we learned about wardrobe malfunctions. I know. Oh, I just remember it happening, time. and I, it was so fast. I just remember, I'm like, did that just happen? <laughs> did that? Just doesn't seem like it was 20 years ago, but today it is. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Justin Timberlake. Speaking of Justin Timberlake, we're doing Tap That Track. It's your chance to see Justin live at Rupp Arena in Lexington on Monday, July 8th, uh, which means every time we play a Justin Timberlake song, you want to tap that track. What does that mean? Why do they keep saying that on the radio? I don't know what they're talking about. So we have an app, which you're probably familiar with. But if you're not, you can listen to us on the app, not just on the radio. And uh, if you download the app, which you'll find in the app store, search WKRQ so that you get the right Q102 and not some strange station in Ireland or Philadelphia or someplace, uh, Cincinnati's Q102 at WKRQ. Sign up, register, make sure you're logged in, and then every time you see the picture of Justin Timberlake pop up on your thing mm-hmm. during the Justin Timberlake song, you that's what you tap. Also, tap. that shows on Tuesday, July 9th. Oh yeah. God! What it? I know I'm, it's okay. I've told them, and I. It's so we've not settled your fault. once and for all. No, it's it is Tuesday, once and July for all. It is what Tuesday, July ninth. <laughs> okay, Tuesday, July ninth. Stand corrected. Yeah, we had a we had a liner note in here that had Monday, and that's just stuck in my head. So, uh, if you're saving the date, it it is in fact Tuesday, July ninth. Uh, you can tap that track only as long as the song is playing, and then once it's over, the the chance is gone. But the more times you tap, the better your chances to win. And uh, if you have any issues with it for any reason, just log out and then log back in. That sometimes happens if you've been listening for a long time. Might yep. time out. Yep. And there it is. Uh, in the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with the four-pack of tickets to the Bridal Rama. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? Great. Yourself? 
Excellent. Doing pretty good. I got your headlines here. Pick the real one. You're going to go to the big old bridal showcase this weekend, okay? Sounds great. All right. Is it A? Someone stole a police, a police department's radar trailer. Is it B? A guy stole a post office truck and continued to deliver the mail. Or C, woman stole a mammography RV and drove it to Taco Bell. C. Nope. Oh, man. Want to take another shot at it? A. Yes. There you go. It's A. Good job. Thank you. You're very welcome. Are you in the market to get married? I am not. <laughs> oh. Which is fun to go and look. Yeah, there's free cake samples. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the story. You know those radar trailers police sometimes use? You know, yeah. they, they're kind of parked. They're portable, so you can move them anywhere, and they sit on the side of the road, and they clock your speed, especially yeah. in an area where maybe neighbors oh, have been yeah. complaining for quite some time, saying, mm-hmm. hey, we need some speed enforcement here. We got kids living here. We right. have it on at you. Slow it down. Mm-hmm. We have it on our street all the time. They flash at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it just kind of reminds you, hey, hey, you're being watched. Watch your speed. This is here for a reason. Anyway, uh, they do seem to work because people do slow down. But in Mason County, Washington, theirs just got stolen. Mason County is just outside of Seattle. Their local sheriff's department posted about it on Facebook this week. They said their, quote, beloved radar trailer decided to make an unscheduled road trip courtesy of a white male in his 30s. I love that they know who did it. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least they got a general description of him. They said the guy hooked it up to the back of his 1990s Ford pickup truck. Oh, my god! And drove away with it. Huh. Uh, so last we heard, they haven't tracked it down yet. Uh, but they say it's a matter of time before someone spots it, either cruising down the road or a description based on the description of that vehicle, finding out who did it. Uh, they posted a photo of it under the your speed sign. They photoshopped in the words, help me. Help me, please. So at least they're having fun please. with it. At least they got a sense of humor about it. Right. Yeah, I, I wonder about that because we live in a in a residential neighborhood that's near an elementary school. And it's it's a, one of those private elementary schools where there are, you know, families, there are kids that come in from different parts of the county. Uh-huh. And people will often enter where our house is. We're kind of on the back entrance exit of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. not the main entrance. Okay. But you can slip out going past our house. Okay. And a lot of people will use that as an alternative to sort of sneak in because it can get congested, especially when school is letting out. So mm-hmm. they'll sneak in the other way, but they fly through the neighborhood. You know, they just, mm-hmm. and it's, that's a 25 mile an hour speed limit in there. Yeah. And as a parent, if I lived on your street, I would be super concerned. Yeah, I mean, not to mention there are some residents that do it as well, but you know, I always wonder how that goes in a neighborhood where they get to the point where they feel like they have to do something, and all those little roadside signs telling people to slow down don't work. At what point do you say, I hate to do it, but we got to put in speed bumps? I'll tell you, it was so funny. I, when I visited Florida last spring, I went to visit, oh, drive by my aunt's old house, Yeah, and that was a neighborhood that never had speed bumps. They had installed them 
Oh. I did not know. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And I you didn't did see not, it coming? I did not notice any signs that said speed bump ahead or anything. And I'm driving my mom's minivan <laughs> doing doing a good, I don't know, 40 miles clip. an hour. Oh, my God. We went flying. Yeah. I was like, oh, crap. Because you can put up those little, those little radar signs. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, I'm glad that the trailer one works and it lights up and it does the flashing thing, but a lot of them just aren't effective. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish they would put speed bumps on our street. I really do. I guess the street that we live on in Ross Brown Farm used to be the front part of it is very, very straight. And I guess it used to be a drag strip back in the day before they developed it. I'm sure. And it feels like people just fly down the road. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And I didn't think I really noticed it as much until we had a kid that was trying to ride our bicycle. And we don't have sidewalks. Yeah. We just Everyone's mm-hmm. on the road. Well, that's just it. Like our road, the road that we live on is kind of curvy, and it sort of dips down into a hill. And there's a visibility yeah. issue as they're coming up from the little valley down there. Yeah, that's the same. I got a park at the top of my street. It's a curvy, windy road through the woods, and there's houses on one side with no sidewalk, and people walk to the park up there every day. Yeah. In a five-minute window, six people will pass, and people just drive through there so fast. Nice. I'm like, you can't see around the corner. No, oh. we got a bunch of little kids that live real close to us and during the snowstorm that snowstorm that yeah. little snowfall that we had uh they were sledding down their front yard because their front yard kind of slopes into the side there is a sidewalk uh-huh. uh but there's not much of a, a they could if they got going really good they'd end up in the street yeah okay and with the way people drive down that street yeah so i mean what's the answer to that you, you know you, i suppose like because I've heard the complaint from people who don't want the speed bumps is, you know, they don't want the damage it causes to my suspension. Right. Well, what if we marked it then? Yeah. Yeah. So you saw I it coming because you didn't see it coming. <laughs> oh, God. I thought we were in trouble. I th- That's <laughs> crazy it's not marked because we normally I feel like they tell you. There might have been a sign and I yeah. just didn't see it, you Maybe. know, but I did not see that. And that is a weird feeling when all of a sudden you're airborne. Oh, right. yeah. You know. It's like, what just happened? Yeah. Did I run over a body? What just? Yeah, I mean, what, that's what. was wh- that? And then you turn around and like, oh. Well, people move to a residential neighborhood in part because they want to get off the main road. Right. You know, they're looking for slower traffic mm-hmm. because they have kids. Yeah. And people go speeding through there anyway. Yeah, it just won't be long. You'll be out there shaking a rake or your broom. <laughs> yelling it. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Rochelle is looking for a second date update with a guy named Justin. We're going to try to help her out. Hi, Rochelle. How are you? Hey, how are you? It's so nice to talk to you. It's nice to talk to you. It's nice to talk to a friendly voice on the phone. Yes. 
Something about your Thank voice that's you warm and friendly. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. I met this wonderful guy online, and we went out for dinner at Applebee's, and we sat there for like over two hours, and we talked and talked, and I just thought everything was going so well, and he asked me a lot of questions, and he seemed like pleased with every answer I gave him. You know, like he he would smile or, or he'd laugh or he'd nod, like he's he's such a good listener. And I really felt like we were connecting, and it was awesome. And I thought he's funny and smart and sensitive because at one point I was telling him about my dog who recently passed away, and I could see he was starting to tear up. Like he doesn't have a dog himself, but I could see that he just he felt my pain. And oh, it was wow. it was so sweet, you that know? Sweet. Yeah. And overall, I just thought it was just an awesome date. And I told him I'd love to go out with him again. And, you know, he looked like he lit up and was like, yeah, that sounds great. So he walked me in my car and we looked at each other for a few seconds. I really thought like, oh, my gosh, he's going to kiss me. If he wants to kiss me, he can totally kiss me. <laughs> I didn't want to make the first move. But he gave me a hug and it was a nice hug. It was a long hug. And I was, I mean, I was beaming. Like I was, I was happy with just a hug. That's how how great I felt about this date. And then I haven't heard from him since. I also didn't reach out. I kind of felt like, I don't know, I kind of wanted to leave it up to him. I've just put myself out there a lot. So I said, this time I'm going to lay back, but I haven't heard from him. And now yeah. I want to know why. No, that's frustrating. I it love is. those hugs that you're talking about, though. I know, like the way you described it, that warm hug where it's a full embrace and it just feels good. You can tell they mean it. Yeah. The other thing that I noticed, like when you were, were you talking about how he teared up a little, were you tearing up first? Because I find that emotion is sometimes contagious. Like if I'm talking with someone who becomes emotional and it's something that I can even remotely relate to, I find myself feeling that emotion with them. Yeah, your inner that's empath actually a nice comes out. Quality. Is that what that is? Yeah, you're empathic. That's such a nice quality. You know, I when I was telling him the story, I I didn't want to get emotional, so I was looking away because it's been it's been really tough for me. Yeah. And when I looked over at him and I could see that it was he was the tears were kind of coming. He wasn't you know, it wasn't dripping down his face. But that made me also a little bit, like, misty and then. Right. Well, you feel safe. Yeah. And for those of us who have been through it, I mean, yeah. gosh, I'm, you know, I'm sitting here getting teared up just thinking of you going through that experience and how awful that must It be. is awful. Yeah, thank you, guys. Right. Oh, that's sweet. Well, is, do you think there's anything else that we need to cover before we take the break and call him? Is there? You know, honestly, guys, I, I really think because he's just the full package, I have a feeling maybe just he started he was dating a couple of different people trying uh, it out and maybe someone kind of snagged him up mm -hmm. some lucky girl mm. <laughs> kind of you know what i mean it'd it's, be nice to know so, yeah okay we'll take a break when we come back we'll call justin and see what's going on there and whether or not there's any chance of a second date a second date update continues next with jeff and jen cincinnati this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Rochelle met Justin. I've already forgotten how Rochelle met Justin. I just know they had a lovely dinner at Applebee's and it lasted yeah. for a good couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Right, Rochelle? We didn't stop talking. It was wonderful. Yeah, and Justin's one of those guys who, you know, when he's listening, that you really have his attention, and he asks those follow-up questions, and uh, he's obviously a very empathetic guy because when the topic of her dog who passed away came up, he even got a little teary-eyed, so it just ma- it just makes you fall in love with him even more, Absolutely. doesn't it, Rochelle? Absolutely, yes. Well, we're going to try to find out why he's not reached out to her because Rochelle felt like she sort of put herself out there enough and she'd like a little give back if there's any chance of him being open to a second date. He has been dating other people, so it's possible he's seeing someone else, but it's worth a shot. Let's give him a call and see what's going on. Hello, this is Justin. Hi, Justin. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? Oh, hey. How are you? Guys? <laughs> What's up? I wasn't hey. expecting that oh, reaction. Hey. And I imagine you weren't expecting this call. Not not in particular. Are you a fan? Do you listen often? A fair amount. Yeah, I like you guys. Oh, I appreciate that. By chance, is this the dating thing? Yes, it is. Uh, oh, there we go. Now, we understand you've been dating. Yeah, trying to get back out there, you know. Trying to get back out there. And I know you're probably being choosy and very intentional in how you're navigating all this. Trying to make wise decisions, for sure. Say it again? Trying to make wise decisions, for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. So we'd like to talk about Rochelle and your Applebee's day. Oh, okay. Um, Rochelle seems like a very lovely person. Uh... I enjoyed talking with her for the most part. Uh, date was good. Um, had a nice walk after. And, yeah, she is. Uh, she certainly seems like a nice person. Well, that's good. Um, is there anyone else who's distracting you right now? Or do you think you'd be open to seeing Rochelle again for a second date? Because uh, she did note that you haven't reached out yet. And you've just been busy. I'm a little gun shy. Like, she did this thing kind of early on in the dates that caught my attention. And, like, I was able to keep on going with the date and whatever, but there was something kind of distracting about it. And, like, after the date, like, the day after, it really sort of sat kind of weird with me. But I, I like her, and a lot of other things seem great, but it just sort of, I don't know. Yeah. Will you share, are you willing to share with us what it was? So she took out this notepad and just like had it on the table there. And as we were talking, she would like make little jots on one side of the paper or the other. Uh, what, like a pro and con list? What, yeah, that's what it was, man. That's what it was. Cause I asked her about it and she said it was her strike and home run list. 
And so oh. I was like, what's that? And she's like, well, when you say or do something that's like really awesome, like I put it in the whole run. And if you say or do something that I'm not really into, then I put it in the strike category. And I'm just like, okay, that's a little in my face right now. Um, yeah. And like, I understand people are assessing their date as they're having their date. Like that's a natural thing. Yeah. But like to take out a notepad, like people usually do that in their head or they, I don't know, they have the date and then they talk about it with their friends or they assess later. But it felt a little. Definitely different. Yeah. A little commodity based and a little like, wait a minute. Like I'm a person, man. <laughs> like, can can okay. we just sort of like be here now instead of like instantly ranking or like, are you going to want to try to like shape me who you want to be? Like what's going on? Like, so just my sis, my little, little baby weird. sister who just celebrated a birthday recently used to write down things. And we found some of these in my mother's house after she passed away where she would write down offenses that I committed that she was going to tell mom about. Good for her. And they were like the silliest, dumbest things, you know, like he left his clothes on the floor or he moved my milk or something stupid. You know? Yeah, yeah, man. And the thing that's real conflicting is that there were a lot of moments like in the conversation and whatnot where it felt like there was you know, wonderful chemistry and like flow and going on and you getting to actually know someone. And then like, I would see her like pick up the pen and then jot something down. It would like take me out of that yeah. um, for a moment or two. And I'm just like, what, wait, what? I'd have been like, can we go over my strikes? I'd like yeah. to know what did I do wrong? What I'd were be my really strikes? curious too. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like, how would you like it if I took out a thing and like, and starting to categorize everything I don't like and like about you, right? I'm yeah. just really curious. So what, what, yeah. What is the reason? Why do you do this? I um, I was gonna say, Jeff, that's such a nice story about your sister, and that's really special, actually. I think, and to explain myself, this is actually the first time I've ever done it. It was it was actually my sister that suggested it because she knows me so well. I get so caught up in the moment sometimes, and I get so nervous. I don't usually leave a date like really clear about what just happened. I don't know if anyone can relate, but I, yeah. I get, I tend to get so lost in the moment and I just want it to work out so badly that I only remember the things that I like about a guy. And then I'm kind of blind to all the things that I guess my red flag radar is not very sharp. So even though I hear it, I don't really, it doesn't hit me that this is probably not a good red fit, flag you know? blindness. Yeah, and when one of those, I don't want to say bad things, but like, you know, not compatible things pops up, she said, just make a little note, you know, and Justin, you only had one strike, and that was your work hours. You told me you work like so much, and that's because he's young, and so he's just, you know, this is the time to do it, right? That was his only strike? It was his work hours? Yeah, they just work so much, and as he gets older, you know, I think that'll calm down, but I know it, it sounds really crazy, but... There were a lot of, like, you knocked it out of the park type of thing. It, it was a kind of a jokey thing she came up with for me. So I'm sorry if it came off. I mean, you asked me about it, and I, I thought I kind of explained it, so I didn't realize it was such a turnoff. 
Yeah. Well, I guess my question is, if if let's say you got into a relationship with him, if every time you're having a heart to heart with him and you're sitting there with a notepad saying, he was dismissive to me, I'm going to write that down. You you know, like this isn't a regular thing that you carry around with you every time you're in a relationship. (laughs) No, it was the first time I did it. And my sister was like, if a guy has a problem with you protecting yourself, then that might be a red flag. Yeah, that's true. So what do you think, Justin? Do you think you can, you know, give this another go? Are you open to it? Is it okay with you if she makes a few notes on the date? At what point, you know, on date number three, do we put the notebook away? Can we make a compromise, a deal here? I guess I guess the thing is, like, I wouldn't want, like, A, like, what are you looking for in dating? Like, are you looking for short-term, long-term? Are you, like, trying to have three kids? Or, like, what's, what, you know, where, why, why are you dating, I guess? And maybe that's a thing we could talk about on a second date. Maybe we, like, do something a little more active, like a walk or, like, something that gets us not just sitting there maybe feeling a little too nervous. Well, what maybe I'm we... gathering from the two of you, you're both talkers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we like to talk. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if an active date is better for talkers or if sitting down is better for talkers, but I think that the two of you should talk about it and come up with a plan and do this again. What do you all think? Should they get together and talk about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they should talk about it. Yeah, I guess we are talkers, but I think a bicycle ride, a bicycle ride would be nice, and we can still talk. (laughs) I'll see you guys tomorrow. Because you can't take notes on a bike ride. No, right, exactly. So, yes, let's do it, do it. They're doing it. All right. Let's do it. So we're going to set it up. Justin, you'll be hearing from Rochelle because she called us. Just uh, give her the courtesy of a response. And we appreciate you both coming on Second Date Update, you guys. Thank you so much, Dan and Jeff. I love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Love you, too. Okay, bye. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. If you need a little help with a Second Date Update, all you got to do is send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. All right, are you planning on getting in shape? Someday. (laughs) Sure. We've got a story related to that coming up. Also, hot sauce flavored hard seltzer is here. Hmm. So we'll have that and the rest of the day's news that didn't make the news coming up. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Jeff and Jenna here. It is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. When is Kentucky Day or Indiana Day or Ohio Day? Good question. That's a good question. Uh, If you go to nationaltoday.com, you could probably run a search in their field and find out. Nationaltoday.com. That's how you keep track of all these made-up holidays. Because <laughs> it is impossible to right. keep up with all of them. Yes, because today is also National Change Your Password Day. Oh, geez. I got to do that, too. Which is a little more helpful than, say, National Waffle Day. Yeah. Although not as delicious. Correct. <laughs> do you have high expectations of yourself? I thought you were going to say of waffles, and I would say yes, yes I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> 
What kind of expectations, Jeff? I do. I do. Expectations of your present self, your future self. I'm going to be great in the future. Yeah, me too. I'm going to be amazing. Give me a couple of years and I'll get there. A new poll found that half of us think we will finally get into shape someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just not today, obviously. Right. I am the closest I've been in a long time to staying on track. That's great. Good for this, this, you. I, it's low and slow. That's how I'm doing it. Slow and I steady started, wins the race, I started Tim. last summer. I've lost about 15 pounds. Nice. It's not a sprint. i got another 15 to go. It's marathon. I'm just going to take it slow. There you go. That is true. You should do that. You'll have better luck, mm-hmm. you know, maintaining it. You do it that way. It gets In harder theory. to lose weight and gain muscle as you age, mm-hmm. but 50% of Americans still, despite that, believe their best physical days are ahead of them. The sooner you start, the better. Uh, but when you do finally decide to get in shape, you got to be patient with it because the average person expects it to take about six weeks of a new <laughs> fitness routine before they start seeing the results of their yeah. labor. And yeah. it uh, doesn't always go that quickly. Survey also looked at the top things that make us realize how out of shape we are. They include feeling winded and trying on clothes that do not fit do anymore. Do not fit. Mm-hmm. Right. I just, I, I, <laughs> I had this one coach person tell me once, when would now be a good time to start? <laughs> That's when funny. When would now be a good time to start? <laughs> Tomorrow? I, is it? Oprah said, "Is it? It's not one day. You know, it's day one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, good I do one. like when I put my pants on and I'm like, they fit. Yeah, <laughs> woo! I've been wearing these in a while. Yeah. Or if you get new pants, because you know, new pants are normally tighter and snugger than snuggler than mm-hmm. the ones you've been wearing for a while. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you put new pants on, you're like, still got it. (laughs) All right, it makes sense to release this now because what every good Super Bowl party needs is hot vomit. Hot Mm. vomit? Hot sauce-flavored hard seltzer. Oh, God. Hot sauce-flavored hard seltzer. That is now a thing that you can buy. What? Nope. I don't think so. Blame truly. Is there, I like Truly. Well, they're behind it. They say it's a limited edition batch, so not something they're planning to do long term, I guess, unless it's somehow good and people want more of it. Ugh. You can only get it through the site GiveThemBeer.com. But as soon as they announced it, it sold out. Ugh. They say a second batch is dropping soon, though. Four packs of the stuff will run you about 24 bucks, so it's not cheap. Each can is 16 ounces, though, because 12 ounces of hot and booze, hot sauce and booze just wouldn't be enough. Yep. I guess. Okay. That's not one I'm going to get I'll behind, pass guys. for right. sure. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I hate to say this, especially if you're in the middle of an annoying commute right now, but uh, other than listening to us, that, lo- that long drive into work that you do every day might be kind of pointless, depending on the type of job you have. Are you one of those folks who are driving into the office because your boss forced you back into the office after COVID and claimed that working from home was killing the company? Mm -hmm. Well, one study believes that might be BS. Researchers at the University of Pittsburgh looked at 137 of America's largest corporations, and they find, according to their findings, Return to office mandates haven't made that big a difference in profits. 
they haven't affected each company's stock price much either. Getting people back into the office has negatively affected one thing, though, and that is morale. Employees' opinions of their company's work-life balance, values, and senior management have all plummeted. Hmm. So if bringing everyone back into the office doesn't help, why have so many companies done it? Uh, And the study concluded it may just be as simple as a power grab. The strictest back-to-work mandates tend to be at companies where the CEO makes way more than anyone else, including other high-paid executives. And it seems to be especially true when the CEO is a man. So I don't know. We still have a pretty flexible, like there are people back, but there are plenty who are taking at least two days out of the office. Like they're who are working remotely, right? Yeah. I do I think it's flex. It's pretty sure. flexible. Yeah, here. like some of it's our. It's not a free for all. No, but no, it's... gosh, no. I mean, we we have a you know this really amazing building that we want people to come into, but I think the digital department downstairs. I think they have a little more flexibility mm-hmm. than some of the others. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I just think this. You know, one thing that we did. So if if you're new to the show or you don't know the story, we moved in. The building that we're in is brand relatively brand new. How long have we been here now? We moved in in July of 2022. Okay. 2022? Yeah, and there oh, was okay. a lot of... There or was, was a, it 2021? I thought it was 21. We've been here two and a half, a little yeah, over. We've been here half. two and a half years. So it was 21. Two and a half years? Was it July of 21? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we had our pandemic year at the old building when they were kind of working on this place, and then mm-hmm. we moved in in 21. Yeah, right. 21. And and prior to being here, we were in this nondescript office building on Reading Road, which was fine. I mean, it served its purpose for the first, I'd say, 10 to 15 years, but we, we sort of outgrew it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were looking to own and have our own land. And uh, prior to that, we were leasing. So it was, it was kind of nice to, you know, we're a privately owned company. Mm-hmm. and To have our own stuff. And the family, you know, ideally thought it'd be great if we built our own building on our own land and created the building, designed the building in the way that, that we, we wanted. wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we, we broke ground, we started construction. Everything was off to the races right before the shutdown. Like, I think if we had dragged oh, our yeah. feet or if we had waited, it wouldn't have happened. we'd still it be on Reading Road yeah. right now. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so, too. Yep. So I'm kind of grateful for that. And there was a lot of employee involvement on different levels in the design and functionality of this building. And one thing that I that I've, I that I keep walking away with every time I enter and exit this building is how conducive this space is to creativity. Mm-hmm. Yes, agreed. And you know, since we work in a collaborative business, collaborative creative business, you know, you need to have that. You know, there are places that charge money to have to have remote workers come and hang oh, yeah. out in their so-called workspace. Yep. And we created one of our own. And there's enough elbow room for everyone. Yeah, it's nice. I could have used a little more desk space <laughs> over here. But we did make sure that you were closest to the natural light. To the natural light. <laughs> to the window. Right. And you could also, if you wanted, you could add a little side table there. I could. There's room. That's true. You are correct. And I think we have, we we might even have, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but 
we knew it feels to me like we have a surplus of space where we could theoretically rent out some of our space, you know, for events and stuff. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. If we did like private parties outside on the little outdoor area. Well, I was thinking of private parties, but I was also thinking like maybe there's another company that wants to have like a big uh, work meeting or something. Oh, yeah. They need space for it. It's all set up. It's got the video conferencing. It's got the boards. That pivotal meeting. lobby with all the stairs. The pivotal meeting we were in yesterday, Jeff, that room is wonderful for groups. Yeah, and and we've had a couple of off-campus meetings ourselves in the past, but we only did that because we didn't have the space that we needed to conduct that meeting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, yesterday, this was so great. We had a big, fun brainstorming meeting yesterday, and one of the funnier things that happened in the meeting for me personally was before the meeting, Nat Jones from the afternoon show walked in and Jeff and I were sitting in here, just the two of us. And she said, Jeff, are you are you coming in the meeting today? And he was like, oh, yeah, pivotal meeting. I'm going to be there. It's she was, pivotal. She's it's like, no way, dude. I've never seen you in a meeting and I am in meetings all the time. There's no way, dude, that you're in there. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be there. Oh, I'll be there. So he goes to the meeting. He sits at the end of the table. Like the head of the table. The head of the whole table. Yeah. And there's, pro- I mean, it's Were like- there other seats available? Oh, yeah. And you just- oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It was like the second person there. we walked in together <laughs> and he sat at the end. And Interesting I- choice. Why did you make that power move? Uh, because I was center with a screen. So I got a straight shot of the whole room and I could see everybody. Okay. But and during you were the meeting, to the door. it had nothing to do with the fact that I was closest to the door. <laughs> yeah, but during the meeting, Nat Jones goes on her personal Instagram and does a video of Jeff and is like, "Caught in the wild, Jeff Thomas," <laughs> and she put that up on our Q102 Facebook page. I think it was uh-huh. a rare sighting. And then everyone was like, "Must been a pivotal meeting, Jeff." Is there. <laughs> I saw Jeff at the pivotal meeting. So I love now that the listeners are, like, kind of blasting on Jeff for the fact that he doesn't meeting. That's so funny. Yeah, it's great. And then there was a big group photo that they took with everyone because uh, Big B Coffee provided the beverages. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. And I was not in the photo because I have a relationship with Duncan. The competition, yeah. Right. So they handed me the phone to take the picture. <laughs> He's in a pivotal meeting and he doesn't even make it in the picture. Nope. Look at that. There's no proof that you were there. It's not on social. It didn't and happen. And I was so proud of you. I mean, you raised your hand on a couple of occasions, and, and you participated. And he was you engaged. A little, yes, you guys. engaged and he interactive. Was there. It was and so I fun. Saw you, I saw you smile a couple of times. I thought possibly, maybe. He got bit he by the meeting bug. It, that you were, <laughs> the you were bug. thinking, I wish uh-huh. we'd do this more often. I enjoy being with the rest of the staff. Look at this amazing group of people. They fill my heart. Did you like my body language when I asked my question and I was leaning in? Yeah, that that was a trick. I mean, that shows real physical participation, doesn't it? It, You are engaged. I don't know what's going on, though. You better stop doing that because you were so enthusiastic that I feel like more pivotal meetings might be coming your way. Yep. Well, that's Stop the it. thing. I mean, a, down, bro. A, a pivotal means that that it's you know it's important and it's relevant to everyone involved. Yeah, and so the, that participation is not only required but probably best. So, if given what's coming, the boss were to sit you down and say, Jeff, yes, what did you learn in the meeting yesterday? Yes, would you be able to come up with one or two or three points that were discussed? 
Uh, yes, I would say uh, one thing that I learned is uh, anytime we post anything that is even remotely related to uh, any kind of client relationship, anything uh-huh. that we uh, monetarily benefit from, then we must put a hashtag in there that says ad or sponsored or what's the other Something. thing? Yeah. yeah, you can do sponsored, paid. you can do paid. Yeah. Yep. Even though that pretty much makes your post invisible to the rest of the world. Nobody's going to see it. You got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, post early and often. <laughs> no matter how mundane you think it is. Yes. This meeting was mostly about really all of it, wasn't it? About social media stuff. About becoming more active and engage more it. on social media. So get ready. There's going to be a lot of boring posts from Jeff Thomas. <laughs> be a lot of pictures of his cat. Yeah. That's fine. A lot people of pictures love- of me doing nothing. People love cats. Jeff. You know, it might be boring to you, True. but others may not have the same feeling. True. You know, speaking this of- is me working on my taxes. Speaking of people that love cats, Jen, did you know that Bobby Flay, the chef, is a known cat dad? Is he? He Good has like five cats, including I think one or two Maine Coons. Good for him. He even in- he even started his own cat food line wow that's cool yes and all of his cats have really fun names i had no idea i just saw one like a tiktok that he put up that he was this big cat dad we we spent quite a bit of time with him when he first opened that that hamburger place at uh hard rock or whatever it was at the time i don't remember what it was at the time but yeah it was the horseshoe i think yeah i mean we spent an hour there Mm -hmm. say just hanging out talking to him and him going in the kitchen and Preparing us our burger, personally preparing us our burgers. It was amazing. Talking, like asking for input on the design of the place. I, I was sorry to see it go, but. Yeah, same. I didn't spend a lot of time at the casino, so. <laughs> Couldn't really help them. Some people will push a store's return policy to the max to get whatever they want out of a situation. Uh, other people don't really have any interest in abusing the system, but this woman is going viral on social media for bragging about how she returned her couch to Costco after using it for more than two years. Can I return my couch? <laughs> yeah, how long have you had it? Oh, I don't know, four years. What's the return policy? Have you looked it up? Costco has a very generous return policy, which doesn't mention many restrictions other than for electronics, jewelry, alcohol, tires, and batteries. Uh, but outside of those, it's it's pretty liberal. The woman, Jackie, says that she was intimidated about asking for a refund because she didn't like it anymore. <laughs> but then she thought, you know what? Who cares? I'm going to try to return it because, from what I can tell, they seem to have an awesome return policy. And the crazy thing is, she didn't even have a receipt. She just told them, you know, I bought it. It was this year, around this time. And they looked it up in their system, and they found it. And they credited her credit card for the purchase price, which was about $900. She got all the money back? Wow. That is not, that's not well, right in good life. Good to know. I bought a couch from Costco two you years did? ago. Yeah. Do you like it? It's it's fine. It's good. It's like a, it's a one we put at our cottage in Michigan. It's like a pull-out one. Okay. But it doesn't have the crappy bar. You oh, know what I mean? Right. You know, like some of those pull-out oh, couches yeah, have the yeah, horrible yeah, yeah. bar, and you're like, I, I'd rather sleep on the floor. Yeah. Oh, my Not gosh. like that. Well, maybe it's time to trade it in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yep. 
That is not that is not back. right in life. But see, this is what's going to happen is, you know, this is good. This is going to ruin it for everybody. The policy is now changed. Yes, because this boo. The the reaction online, as you can imagine, is mixed. Some people online commending Jackie for working the system to her favor. They argue that Costco gets money back from manufacturers for returns all the time, and you're already paying for an annual membership fee to shop there. But then you have other people slamming her, saying that people who abuse the system eventually force companies to make returns harder for everyone else. Mm. And they add that it wastes employees' time, makes the lines longer for everyone else, and ultimately raises prices for everyone else. Mm. I don't disagree. Uh, for what it's worth, she did post a follow-up video saying that she asked them if she'd be able to return it ahead of time, and they basically told her it was cool. Okay. So we'll let you weigh in. Is this the kind of thing fair? Is this is this kind of thing fair game if the policy allows it, or do you think it's ridiculous, or are you worried that people doing stuff like this is hurting people who don't work the system? Hmm. But hmm. late for a break. All right. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Justin Timberlake, if you missed it, if you didn't tap that track, you'll have another chance coming up after 9 o'clock because your chance to tap that track is only as good as long as the song is on the radio. Then it's over. See it on your app. Yep. Done. So make sure you're logged into the app. If you have any issues, you can log out, log back in. But remember, the more the more tracks you tap, better your chances to win. Justin Timberlake, Tuesday, July 9th at Rupp Arena. Hmm. Lexington. Good job, Joff. Uh, on the topic of crazy returns, we were talking about the guy who returned a couch or a lady who returned her couch to Costco after owning it for two years mm-hmm. and got a full refund. She had a pretty liberal return policy, I guess. Uh, Sarah says Target does this with kids' clothes. Oh, yeah, Cat and Jack. If you have receipts or have used your red card, they can look up the cost and refund you the amount once your kid outgrows them. That's so crazy. Or if they wear out before your kid outgrows them. I think Target does something similar with uh, car seats as well. She said, I've also heard you can get up to $100 a year without a receipt using your ID. So big companies, if you want to do the work and go with your returns, more power to you. Hmm. Christina says uh, she once saw a guy return severely worn out and dirty kids ski jackets to Eddie Bauer with no receipt. His reason was that his daughter had outgrown them. He held up the line forever as the staff tried to figure out how to give him his money back. Wow. I appreciate them trying. No kidding. That's crazy. I like Eddie Bauer stuff. It's pretty pretty good quality. Warm. I'll tell you, I walked Kenwood Mall the other day for the first time. Very long time. I was on search for something red. Was it crowded? Was it busy? No, it wasn't busy, but I forget just how. Like, next time, if I'm going to walk all the way from Macy's to Nordstrom, I think I'll drive. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a big mall, Jen. It just, it has, and she's not wrong because of the way that it's set up. It's set up kind of like an L. Yeah. So if you got to go from one end of the L to the uh, down, it's going to take you a minute. You're like, it's going to take you a minute. Yeah, Yeah. but yes, you're right. That's for sure. 
Isn't it funny how that mall has just survived everything? It is, and it's it's gotten nicer. I mean, the yeah. stores are higher end. It's it's got some fancy stuff I mean, in there. You hear about brick and mortar malls dying on the vine everywhere throughout the yeah. country. You know, even here in our area, we don't probably don't have half the malls we did. 20, 21 years ago. Oh, God. No. I feel like but every, Kenwood has just thrived. Well, every every major city's got like one that's the holdout. I mean, between Nordstrom and Tiffany and Gucci and Louis Vuitton and I mean, all, all those stores. You know, it's. it's Doesn't it's hurt. Fancy stuff. Yeah, Rookwood's still doing pretty well, mm-hmm. right? I think yeah. so. And I think Liberty Town Center is doing all right. Crestview but those Hills. Are, Crestview Hills. Yeah, but those are, you know, those are different. They're not, the stores all aren't inside in one. Right. building well yeah they were saying you know when they when rookwood was first done they said oh this is this is where malls are going it's mm-hmm. gonna be more of an outdoor thing yeah by the way a politician in illinois jen's home state of illinois mm-hmm. introduced a bill to let people drive 25 miles an hour over the speed limit okay he's an illinois state congressman Democrat Justin Slaughter introduced the bill on Monday uh, that would prevent cops from pulling you over unless you're going at least 26 miles over the speed limit. But up to 25, they wouldn't even scan your plate and fine you. Wow. So let's say the limit was 70. Let's say you were in a 70-mile-an-hour zone. If his law would pass, you wouldn't have to worry about a ticket unless you were doing at least 96 miles an hour. That's not going to (laughs) pass. And speeding isn't the only thing it would let people do. It would also stop cops from pulling you over for expired plates, defective mirrors, no bumpers, tinted windows, broken headlights, not wearing a seatbelt, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. The only time they could pull you over is if whatever you did rose to the level of misdemeanor or felony and 26 miles over is considered a misdemeanor in the state of illinois which is why he came to that number gotcha uh pretty much everyone both democrat other democrats and republicans think that's a bad idea (laughs) and uh, after justin spent a little time thinking about it he backed off on the idea yesterday this after people tore him apart on social media yeah but he says he only introduced the bill to continue a conversation about people getting pulled over for minor stuff and then busted for things like drugs. Mm. By the way, last year, Illinois passed a law that made it okay to hang fuzzy dice from your rearview mirror. There's weird stuff going on with politics in Illinois. That's quite <laughs> all of my people that still live there. They just kind of roll their eyes and shake their head like, what is going on here? Was that related to uh, gang or something? Fuzzy dice? Like, was that some sort of crime was coming? The from origin that- of the law may very well have been. Yeah, I'm wondering yeah. if that had something to do with it. Like, that was how people were showing who their affiliation was with, maybe? Sometimes I think they come out with these convers- so-called conversation starter bills mm-hmm. just to get people to. Yeah, pay attention. Yeah, well, there was that one in Missouri last month when the uh, to prevent politicians from just Flinging insults, one Republican proposed letting them challenge each other to duels, duels. again. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did talk about that. <laughs> you know, they know it's absurd, but they're yeah. trying to make a point. Good luck if you want to be a politician, everybody. 
like young people listening that are going poly, what is that are poli sci majors. <laughs> like what what is the real draw? What is the real attraction besides just power? power. Yeah, paychecks from Chevron. Yeah. Well, I think people I think there are really, yeah, people really want to make a change. They want to, they go into it with the best of intentions saying, this is the policy I'm going after. These are the things I want to see change on. This is how I know that I can make the USA or Hamilton County a better place to live. I mean, don't you know people who see things that are messed up and have all these ideas on how they think it should be fixed? And yes. Believe that they can communicate that. They go into it with the best of intentions. Absolutely. Most of them do. And then they get they either get a check from Chevron (laughs) or they determine that this is a crock and they're like, We're out of here and they get out of politics and then go do something else. Who is that one guy? That young, good looking, I think he was a senator. He might have even been a speaker of the house. Paul Ryan, was that his name? Oh yeah, he was good looking guy and Mm -hmm. and was really charming and charismatic and people really liked him and saw a huge future for him and he just disappeared. Well and he was just a sensible, like pragmatic guy who came up with real sensible solutions and Yeah. But he had kids. Remember he he had young kids. So disenfranchised that he was like I'm out. Yeah, I mean he 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 realized that the only way to stay in politics was to become an identity slave to the party. Mm-hmm. And he he just knew that wasn't what was best for the country. He didn't want any part of it. I think it was taking a toll on not just his own mental health, but his family. And so he decided to go back to teaching. I think he was an economics professor, wasn't he? I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember it's like one day he was there and All everybody right. were like, everybody was like, this guy's going to. Really oh. do something. I thought he was going to be our next president. I did too. And then just gone. And he just said, F this. Yeah. And left. Yep. Yeah. He he would often talk, he would often speak about how he felt like the party was hijacked with oh, yeah. extremists and he just he didn't want a part of it. He was more of a moderate. Yeah. Uh, some people won't spend 50 cents for an organic lemon, so this would really be out of the question, but a super creepy-looking 285-year-old lemon, actual lemon, it was just auctioned off for $1,780 in England. What's so great about it? And that is not a typo. A 19th-century <laughs> cabinet was brought to the auction house by a family who said it belonged to some deceased uncle. A photographer was taking photos of it for the sale, and that's when they opened it up and saw the lemon. And they had to, they had to take a second look at it and figure out, figure what out the what hell is that? Because it was dried out. It wasn't covered in mold? No, it was dried out, round. It was actually very well preserved, but it is brown and sort of leathery looking. Huh. And even crazier, it was inscribed with this message given by Mr. P. Lou Francini. November 4th, 1739, to Miss E. Baxter. Okay. 1739? Like the year? Yeah. Insane. How is that even happening? The auction house figured, what the heck? So they decided to auction off the lemon as well with a starting price of $50. Huh. The lemon shocked everyone by going for $1,780, while the old antique cabinet only went for about $40. (laughs) Wow, that's funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah. 
Universal Music, I guess, has pulled songs from TikTok. They they followed through. Oh, they said they were going to, yeah. Yeah, licensing negotiations broke down. And that has silenced many videos across the social media platform, including Taylor Swift and Drake. Gone. No more. Does that mean all of the videos that are already out there that have that music are have been taken down, or are they grandfathered in? Well, think about all of the, hi, it's me, I'm the oh, problem, yeah. TikToks that we saw. Yes. Are they down? Are they gone? I would imagine they'd be gone, right? Because yeah. they can't even run them. They're probably there, but the sound has been removed. Because like, I've, uh, I've seen TikToks where that happens, where it's like, oh, this one looks good. Let me watch it. Oh, there's no sound. Yeah, that does happen. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. How are you? I am doing great. How about yourself? Not bad. You enjoying that sunshine out there? Oh, my gosh. I just got back from my dog walk, and I got to use my sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. How exciting is that? That's great. Super exciting. Oh, I saw good. stars this morning, even. Oh, my word. It felt good. Yeah, the moon it? was out this morning when I left for work. It's like, I haven't seen oh, that yeah. in a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. Things are looking up. Yes, they are. Yeah, this this uh, this Pineapple Express they keep referring to the weather forecast. You know, with all that rain they got moving through Southern California and all the rain that we had, uh, now they're seeing this uh, this this burst of heat in the Midwest. And Kansas City is expecting a high of sixty eight today. Oh wow, <sighs> that's so I'll funny considering <laughs> like that playoff game that they were in was the coldest, one of the coldest in NFL history. And yeah, now here we are. Here we are. And we're going to try to win Carol $1,000 if she can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds. That you begin can do it. With the letter we're about to reveal. Yeah, so cool. Jeff's going to rip open that envelope. Just remember, you cannot repeat any of your answers. And the key to winning is to pass quickly. Okay. Okay. All right, you got the letter C. We like oh, C. Oh, for Carol. Huh. C for Carol. What do you know? Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, it's a C word. <laughs> All right. Keep it clean, Lots Carol. Lots you can do with that, Carol. <laughs> Keep it clean. Keep Behave it clean. yourself, Carol. Okay. All right. It's all right, Carol. I got a, I got a bleep button here. Yeah. Okay. Although we do not encourage the behavior. No, but I can. If something horrible happens. If, if I got to dump out. I, yeah. Jen's going to be on there with something very tricky. <laughs> I can feel it. Actually, we yeah. all have dump buttons. I just realized. Yeah. I'm looking around the room. Yeah. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. So here we go. With the letter C, name something you buy at Costco. Coffee cake. Something expensive. Candy. Something red. Chips. Something you roll. Pass. A beauty product. Pass. Something you chew. Crackers. A car part. Carburetor. A country. Pass. Something sticky. Cookie. A name. Carol. Something you roll. Cat. A beautiful. Ah! Caress. 
car. Or, or cream. You could have just said cream for cream a beauty, for beauty product. Hey, you oh, know, cream. what's that country just north of ours? Canada. 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 I All thought right Cuba. On. I wrote Cuba. Oh, man. <laughs> so okay, close, Carol, yeah. Carol. Yeah. But you, actually, I get. you actually got to use your own name, which was great. It looks like you. Yeah, coffee cake, candy, chips, crackers, carburetor. That was great. I was thinking carburetor, too. Uh, you got Cookie, and you got Carol, so I you got seven. You needed something. Seven. You roll a beauty product in a country. She said something oh. you roll at the end. She said cat. She said cat. Yeah. Would you guys okay. have accepted rolling your cat? Sure. Roll my dog. Roll, roll, roll <laughs> off the couch. Yeah. Rolling your cat over. I wish you would have just said car. Car. Yeah, roll the car. Oh, oh gosh. Man, Carol. Not always a good thing, but. You're <laughs> so close, girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good showing, though. Good showing. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you much. Great talking yeah, to you. Sunshine. Enjoy that sunshine. Yeah, you too. All righty. Take, Take care. care. Bye, Carol. All right. Yeah. Bye-bye. And because the sun is rising on the other side of the building, when I look out this window, I see nothing but that really deep color of blue. Mm-hmm. Aww, pretty. That. Yeah. Yeah, that sunshine is nice. Maybe I have to. Walk the dog today or something. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. By the way, it's the first day of February. Mm-hmm. Made it to another month. Groundhog Day tomorrow. Wear well, red for women tomorrow, too. Go red for women. It's also my dad's birthday, you guys. Oh. Today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. Nice. I didn't realize that Jen, our parents were born so close to they each were, other. Because my mom's birthday was yesterday. yesterday. Kristen's mom's birthday is... Saturday. What do you know? Yeah. What happened nine months ago? What was the holiday was that on? had all these babies coming from yeah. it? Yeah, right. St. Patrick's Day. Uh, so what do we have to look Easter. forward to in February? We have, well, the Pro Bowl is this Sunday. Super Bowl 58 is next Sunday. Super Bowl snacks. That should be on yeah. there. Speaking of Pro Bowl, tonight is the uh, like the skills competition, like where they do all the fun throws and kicks and things. Mm-hmm. That's on ESPN. Uh, let's see, the Daytona 500, February 18th. Tiger Woods hosts the Genesis Invitational starting February 15th. Uh, Grammys are Sunday. Final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm starts the same day. New season of Love is Blind lands on the 14th. Oh, yeah, can't wait for that. American Idol kicks off a new season on the 18th. The Voice is back on the 26th. Survivor, we're still watching Survivor season 46 of Survivor starts February 28th. Well, I know for the longest time, Cincinnati was the number one market in the country to watch Survivor. It used to be. Mm-hmm. Tim, you used to watch, still. don't you guys watch Survivor? Uh, we watch them when they show up on the str- somewhere streaming where we can binge them. Oh, like all at the same mm-hmm. time? Yes, we're currently blowing through season 24 of Amazing Race right now. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's about, I don't know, 10 years old. This looks kind of fun. The new spy action comedy Argyle opens tomorrow. Have you seen the trailer for it? I have, yeah. Pretty good. It looks it fun. Looks good. And uh, I want to see that Bob Marley movie, Bob yeah. Marley One that Love. Looks good. Same. I know. It comes out on Valentine's Day. Valentine's right? Day. And where is that? Is that in theaters? It yes. says in theaters. Yes, uh, my man and I talked about maybe doing a little uh, Valentine's Day matinee. Well, that's fun. And taking that in. Because, you know, Valentine's Day, traditionally for our family, we do make your own pizza night and just kind of hang out at home with our daughter. Mm -hmm. Right. But that would be a really fun little thing to do. Take a little matinee. Jeff, you're into the Wednesday matinees. 
Yeah, Kristen and I, uh, Wednesdays don't always work out, but we snuck in, what was that? I guess Monday, right? We sneak in Monday to see American Author with Jeffrey Wright. And that was really good. That was very funny. That That's up for an Academy Award. Yeah. But very entertaining. A nice two-hour distraction if you're looking you're to kill looking a couple hours. Yeah. Looking for something like that. Yeah. I don't know. We may have an actor in my family, you guys. Yeah, what's the update this on is Jacob's just, uh, movie role? Just absolutely. It is crazy is what it is. He had his third audition. Well, backstory. Back at the beginning, late November, early December, out of nowhere, we got contacted by a casting director who is casting a feature film about a young man who has non-speaking autism. And they were looking for someone to play the part. And they just found Jacob on social media and just fell in love with him and asked him to audition. So we sent in a tape. That was the first thing we did. We got a call back. He had a second audition about a week and a half ago. It went okay. But they wanted to see him again. So we had the third audition yesterday. And he did great. That's great. He did. He did so great. And he's so excited about the possibility. So how I do think, you feel as a mom? I mean, my daughter's going to be a, an extra, a Dalmatian in 101 <laughs> Dalmatians at the Fitton Center in Hamilton. Yeah. Hey, that's something. Yeah. And I feel beaming yeah. just knowing she's doing that. I cannot imagine how you feel possibly being in a motion picture with your kid. It's so, it's just surreal. I can't. It's like, you know, I had this kid who out of the gate, from the moment he was born, he was different. And it was a really rough go for a lot of years. And things have never been easy. And we've worked so hard for so long on so many things. Never knowing what might be possible someday. It was always a case of accepting where we were and working for more. Knowing that things may never change from how they are right this moment, right? Mm -hmm. You just don't know. And you just don't know what's possible. You don't know what he's capable of. Apparently, he is capable of quite a bit. I think it's it's amazing. It's just been incredible, and we're going to see what happens here. It's hard to even... It was funny because I could tell they really liked him at the end of this yesterday because of the question, the line of questioning. They were like, well, how do you feel about... You know, maybe being in a movie. What do you think that would be like to be on a movie set every day, working really hard with lots of people that you don't know and having a director who's telling you what to do? And he he's like, I'm pumped. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so Love he, that. Yeah. So and every question that he answered yesterday, and of course he's answering it not with his voice because his speech is unreliable and he's not able to communicate that way, but since August, he's been able to communicate all of his thoughts and feelings and everything that's going on in his mind by spelling words one letter at a time, by pointing to them on a keyboard. And so it's been just mind-blowing. All of his life, he's been labeled as intellectually disabled, and it's very clear that he is not. Oh, he's so smart, yeah. He's so smart, and he's so funny. Like, he had us crying yesterday. His communication partner from California. It's not as simple as putting some a non-speaking autistic in front of a keyboard and just letting them spell. This process is very complicated, right? So his 
His communication partner from California who can do this with him is in town this week. Her name is Julie. We brought her in to work with him. And so we asked him yesterday, we said, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Like, what do you think your life is going to be like in, in 10 years? And he says, maybe I'll be married. <gasps> no way. All right. Wow. All right. Uh, so what do you, you know, what are you, I'm what gonna, are you looking for? I'm going to read you exactly um, what he said, because this is about the sweetest thing ever. And it's freaking hilarious what he said. So I was like, all right, well, what are you looking for in a, in a partner? What do you, what do you think, you know, you might, you might want? And he said, someone who can talk like my mom. Aww. And I laughed and I'm like, like what are you, are you talking about? Yeah, Vanya, are you talking about? <laughs> and he said, love someone who can fulfill my loops with humor. Oh, you that's know funny. He repeats the same things over and over again. And I get very playful with it. Um, he says that it calms him, that when we playfully do that with him. I said, okay, well, is there anything else? And he spells sexy. <gasps> well, yeah. So we just kind of chuckled. I'm like, all right, well, you know, different men find different things sexy. What do you find sexy? He spells legs. Hey. So (laughs) we're all, you know, we're having a good time with this. And I said, all right. And I laughed and I said, your grandpa, my dad, your grandpa was a huge ankle fan. He loved ankles. Larry and his ankles. Larry loved ankles. He thought he thought your grandma just had the nicest ankles. ankles. And so (laughs) here's what Jacob spells. He spelled, he liked the cheese. I like the whole enchilada. What? (laughs) Yes, that's awesome. (laughs) Enchilada is an interesting. He liked the cheese. I like the whole enchilada. Mm. That's amazing. Isn't that yeah. just hilarious? You know, know, you you talk about Jacob dating, and um, we talked a little bit about it on the hot list, but Love on the Spectrum yes. has season two out on Netflix, which if you have not watched Love on the Spectrum, I just find it to be one of the most fun shows that I watch that's so good for your heart. So tenderhearted. It is mm-hmm. so tenderhearted. And, and all, every episode, you're like for me, because I also have my special needs nephew, Zach, it reminds me just how, like the things that he says. It makes me want to check in on him more. But just the fact that these kids with autism think about love and they want to have oh, yeah. love and they want real connection, which is usually a big challenge for them. But it's such a great show for just really observing those kinds of aspects of people. It's so sweet. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe he, he'll he get cast into that. I would love Wouldn't it. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, yeah. I know. Now that we know he wants so to So you date. don't know when you're going to find anything no. out. It's kind of like a day-by-day-ish thing. No. But, I mean, I can tell you that this particular casting director, she even said, she says, you know, it's, it's hard to find. They are out there actively searching for people with disabilities to play the roles of characters who have a disability mm-hmm. which is just incredible and it's hard to find you know people that are wanting to do it or able to do it and and they're just searching i mean they dug deep to find jacob, to find jacob. You know? and he's pretty high profile and relative yeah i mean so think of how many people are out there that don't have the right. social media exposure that he does correct correct maybe that's what you should do is put together a casting service 
You. <laughs> Me, well, that's what this service is. They got is. another business. They're, that's they're what a this casting is. agency for people with special oh, needs. Yeah. This oh, is, yeah. This is their, this is 100% what niche. they do. So Interesting. Yeah. So he is on their radar. They've made it very clear that they really like him. They think he's, the words they use are like spectacular. They think he is spectacular. So even if he doesn't get this role, I think some doors could be open for other things. When you think about, you know, where Jacob is now, I keep coming back to a time when he would say uh, emphatically, mom, no talking. Oh, no talking, no singing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mom, no singing. Oh, yeah. He lets me sing now. Mom no talking and yeah. mom no singing. Yes. Mom all done singing. And mom now he's kind of come to appreciate it. Over I know. The years. Now he wants somebody who talks like this. And mom. he's looking for a woman with <laughs> legs that go on for days. <laughs> that needs to be a sweatshirt, Jen. The whole enchilada. That's funny. So funny. Hilarious. Wow. It cracks me up. So, yeah. Yeah. And we're doing something super cool. I'm going to go ahead and mention this on Saturday morning. Um, this whole new way that he is communicating with us. You know, we're trying to get the word out there because we know so many others who are like them that we believe to be just trapped inside a body that will not cooperate. Mm -hmm. And we are going to do, I asked Jacob a while ago, I said, how would you feel about doing like a live Q&A where we invite people over and and you can answer their questions, you know, just spell for them, whatever it is they're, they're curious about, what they want to know. And he was like, sure. And I'm like, do you want to keep it small and quaint? And he says, I'll do it for however many people are interested. So we created an event for this Saturday, which is full. We cannot fit any more people into the room. So we're going to go Facebook Live. Oh, you're going to live stream it. We're going to live stream it. Oh, that's good. So where can we um, find the live stream? The Cards by Jacob Facebook page. Nice. And it's Jacob with a K. So 11 to 1 on Saturday. We're going to be we're going to be doing that so people can see this live and in action because it's pretty amazing. Are you going to be the MC of the event? I will event? be emceeing the event. He will be on a stage with his communication partner and his best friend Andrew who is also a speller and uh yeah, they'll be able to That's great. answer anything you want to know Well, about it's it. neat to be able to watch it because we hear you talk about it so much. It'll be neat to see what it's like. And a lot yeah. of people have questions cuz I th- this I think you talking about this is the first time anybody has heard anything about this. So I get questions. What is Jen doing with Jacob, and how does it work, and why can't he do it on a regular? Yeah, why can't he do it on a yeah on his phone? I don't, I don't know. This is this is great to tune in and get get some more information about it. Yeah. So apraxia and autism. If you know anybody, this this might be something that can. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. gang say hi to our newest best friends club member this is for y'all katsikas everybody aside from my voice crack did i get your name pronunciation (laughs) you did you did jeff i know it's really difficult i don't know if i say it correctly myself (laughs) no but we had the same conversation at baru i remember yes well my nickname growing up is fairy so if that's easier (laughs) fairy yeah yeah all right well how's our favorite greek well we are actually going to greece this summer Oh, cool. Beautiful. Greece from Italy, so I'm excited. Is this your first time? 
Well, first time seeing the islands in Greece. I've been to Greece before, but it was really weird. We didn't have enough time to see the islands. So we're going to go check that out. It's Our kids have never been out of the country, so we have their passports ready. And Yay! Excited. We're celebrating my son's graduation from high school. Wow, that time is flies, a, that right? Is a, yeah. Oh, time flies. Yes. That's such a strange place to be in, too. Is he going off to college? Is he taking a gap year? What's the plan? Uh, well, we were talking college, but now it's a gap year. So <laughs> he's very smart. Um, he's into math and engineering. So I'm not worried about him. But I'm really excited for Jacob. Yeah. You know, his successful auditions. Yeah. I mean, this is what happened in his gap year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you just don't know. There's lots of possibilities. <laughs> That's great. I mean, we can never underestimate our kids. You got that right. You know. So since you're headed to Greece, I don't know, depending on when the last time was you were down there or over there, but um, I was reading somewhere that things are still pretty affordable and inexpensive there because they're still recovering from uh, that economic collapse they had some years back. We'll be on a cruise for a week. You know, so my husband's really scared of cruises. I know, Jeff, you said you've never been on a cruise. Right. I've been on one, but um, I trust my travel agent. Oh, yeah, um, I've been on a cruise and it was it was fine. We just had a really bad catamaran experience in Hawaii last year. Oh no! Really? And it was really rocky waters, and my husband got sick on it. So oh, oh, no. that sucks. Mm. You know, before you go, they you can go to your doctor and they can give you those patches that you can put behind your ear. I hear they kind of work. Yeah. I don't know. I oh, you, okay. I've been on a cruise before. We went on a Disney cruise February of last year, and a, yeah. a bunch of people had those, and even the kids, some of them had those. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We'll definitely get those. I got pretty nauseous when I was in the Bahamas. We were on a boat that had stopped, and we were snorkeling, and we were looking at coral and mm-hmm. shipwreckage. But the boat's just sitting there kind of rocking. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get yeah. to a point where it's, it's like, like <laughs> I got to get off this boat. I can't. Yeah. Did you oh, just yeah. hop in the water? That's I did. what they tell you to do. Yeah. But then they were like, sharks. And I'm like, well, oh. then we... <laughs> <laughs> then we need to leave because I can't. I can't stay I can't on that boat. Right? Yeah, uh-huh. I'll take my chances with the, the sharks. Yeah, and don't jump Just off the cruise ship. Look out to the distance. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, yeah, that does help. Off. Like typically, I'm okay as long as we're moving or I have a horizon to look at. Yeah, something like yes. a focal point. Yes, I didn't have that. <laughs> so hopefully that'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. How long did you live in Vegas, and do you miss it? Oh, oh, yes. I miss the sunshine. Um, I. The thing I missed, I did get homesick because I missed the greenery. And, you know, Cincinnati is always, you know, northern Kentucky is always home for us. Yes. But I did love living there for three years. It was kind of like a dream just being a makeup artist in Vegas. Wow, that is cool. I've had many careers. Yeah. (laughs) So, and Jeff, um, I was thinking about your Neil's remodeling. Um, We are going through a bathroom remodel, and I would have called them, but my brother-in-law is using, you know, know, we're using our brother-in-law to do this. That's okay. Just (laughs) keep them in mind for the future, because I've talked to a lot of people who have had remodel jobs for this, that, or the other thing in their home, and they get frustrated because, you know, they hired a guy who was a friend of a guy, and sometimes the guy shows Mm -hmm. up, and sometimes (laughs) he doesn't, and he said it was going to be done in this amount of time, and... And then it's mm-hmm. it's long overdue and it's costing him more than they expect. And so one thing I like about these guys is they, they, they come out with a revised schedule every week, let us know what's going on. We get a full report and they show yeah. up every day and they, and they do that's what they nice. say they're going to do. So that's why I'm a big fan of Neil's. And it's so oh, brave yeah. for you to, to have a family member do it. 
doing it. You know? <laughs> I know. Oh my god! I feel like you know, you, know, you get a family member house. or a friend doing it, and they're screwing stuff up, and it's hard to, to <laughs> navigate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is my oh. first. This is the first time I've ever been through anything like this before. Mm-hmm. Kristen still has yeah. PTSD from past projects <laughs> she's been through, <laughs> so she was kind of warning a, me. It's hard. Yeah, but but Niels has been great. Oh, good. Thank you for yeah, asking. I've met Kristen too. I've met all of you somewhere. <laughs> That's cool. And we will meet so again. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we got something coming up on the seventh that I can't talk about on the radio, but. It's a best okay. friend exclusive. Yeah, you're invited. On the 7th? On the 7th. Okay, I'm going to make sure I leave that open. All right, great. Well, look at that. We got an oh. RSVP. Mark it down. Yes, I'm so glad my uh, application went through. I thought I told Fritch I didn't think it went through because it wouldn't accept my picture or something. Oh. <laughs> so. Well, that's all right. We know who you are. We've met you before. Oh, we got gotcha. you. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks oh, for I being our best you. friend. I appreciate all of you. Hey, we yeah, appreciate, appreciate you. you too. <laughs> have a great day. Yeah, yeah you, you have too. a great weekend. Oh yes, well, my weekend starts today. Oh, <laughs> Good. enjoy that. Get out there and Good enjoy that you. sunshine. Oh yes, thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, so if you want to be our best friend, wouldn't that be great? Like when you were a kid, if you had the the option when you were a kid, uh. To have people fill out applications to be your best friend. Yeah, I think <laughs> you seem cool, but I need to know yeah. more about you. So let's see how you do on I'm this. I'm going to send quiz. you a link, fill it mm-hmm. out. I'll get back to you. Maybe. Anyway, go to the website, wkrq.com. There is an online application. And yeah, yeah we try to call it, call someone every day. And That's our plan. Get to know them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then plan all kinds of fun things. And you have, you, I don't know, have we talked about the. The special Facebook page that is by invitation only for the best friend club members who get extra special inside access to us. Nobody authorized me, so I haven't said anything. Yeah, nobody authorized me either, but, you know, oh, well. I'm I'm waiting for further instructions. (laughs) I thought that would come up in the pivotal meeting and and nobody ever said anything. (laughs) So if you're one of our best friends, make sure you check your, your email for an invitation to join the group. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.